Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, here we are once again, Mike and Joel, Growing in Grace, coming to you from deep in the bowels of Growing in Grace Ministry and Podcast Headquarters in Waterloo, <laughs> Iowa. And we're, we're deep, we're deep in the bowels of, the, of, of Ministry Headquarters. Yeah. Uh, as it's been said before, it's not the end of the world, but you can see it from here. <laughs> right on, right on. And I don't even know how we're doing this, because uh, how could we be deep in there when you're five miles away from me? But, uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's deep. That's another issue. That's another issue. That is deep. Well, it's far anyway, as far as recording a podcast. Well, man, lots of stuff to talk about. I mean, when we first started talking, you know, deciding to talk about this stuff several weeks ago, you know, this is actually podcast number four of a series in which we're uh, leading up to talking about why Jesus, why did Jesus talk about two different covenants? A lot of times we see the words of Jesus and we think, well, Jesus said it, and so, well, we're supposed to follow it. But yet so many times something Jesus said over here seems to contradict something Jesus says over there. And sometimes what Paul says seems to contradict what Jesus said. Well, as we've been talking about the last few weeks, there are two different covenants. And each covenant had to be ministered. Each covenant had a purpose. The old covenant had a purpose. We've been through that the last few weeks. Uh, It's the ministry of death and condemnation. It was meant to show that people are guilty before God. It's not meant to help people live right. It was given to Israel, and, and they agreed to it. They said, we will do this. This will be our righteousness. And then they fell flat on their face. They didn't do it. It wasn't their righteousness because God found fault with them through the law. That's all that the law can do. Then in comes Jesus, and we find that people are made righteous not by law-keeping, but by grace through faith, simply by believing. So that's the new covenant. And so uh, we need to talk a little bit more about these uh, these differences between the covenants. And, and uh, I, I think that as, we, as we've been laying this foundation, it will help when we get to finally talking about why Jesus taught two different covenants. It will help people to understand that each one had a purpose, and even Jesus needed to teach the Old Covenant in order to fulfill its purpose. But why? Why were these two covenants given? Uh, The old one, the ministry of death and condemnation, it brought bondage. It increased sin. You know, through the law, Romans 7 says, sin increased. It seems so weird that God would do that. And I think that's one reason why people don't believe that. I think why people think that we need to keep the law as believers. They think it's going to help to curb sin, to decrease it, but it actually increased sin. Yeah, when is the last time you heard that one in church? You know, and we were talking about trying to increase morality and those kinds of things. That That's really what Adam was trying to do. That's what the Jews were trying to do. And what God was trying to do is to show them, this doesn't work. That was the message that we often miss throughout most of Scripture trying to make yourself better, improve yourself, make yourself wise, become more like God, 
follow the rules that don't get followed. And you start all over again. You get covered up again. Another blood sacrifice again. Seeking the face of God again. And uh, it just keeps going on. It's, 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 it was a curse. They were stuck in it because they agreed to the covenant. They couldn't get out of it. And so they had to just keep trying. The law was their only hope but it really didn't bring them the promise. And so when we got into this uh, a little bit more about the new covenant last week, again, fourth in the series, as Joel mentioned, uh, on our way to why uh, Jesus taught two covenants, when God talked about the new covenant and when he said, this is not the same, this will not be the same kind of covenant that I made with your fathers when they came out of Egypt. This would be something different. And a big part of that would be, I won't remember sins anymore. I'm going to be merciful to the iniquities of the people. And it kind of reminds me of some other sneak peeks that occurred under the old covenant. This is from Psalm 103, looking ahead to this new covenant. God would not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. For as far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. East and west, you uh, keep going in a straight line, east or west, you're never going to be going, if you're going east, you're never going to be going west. And if you're going west, you're never going to be going east. It's an infinite line. So that's just one example of, of God not remembering our sins anymore, not, not holding them against us. Not counting them against us, Paul said in Second Corinthians five. So uh, it's all good news. It's all good stuff. And one other thing to point out here: when God said, "I will write my laws on their heart," I will write my laws on their hearts. A lot of people assume he was talking about the old laws that came through Moses, the commandments that were written on stone or otherwise, uh, that, that God would now just write them on our hearts as a, a new creation in Christ. Well, it's not those commands that are written on our hearts. As Joel was just mentioning, those commands from that law was meant to increase sin, not reduce sin. It was, it was meant to increase sin. So why would we want those written on our hearts? Hello, it was the ministry of death. Just like the law or the tree of the, of the knowledge of good and evil, the law tree was something that would bring death. The commandments that came through Moses were also the ministry of death and condemnation. And uh, we don't want those written on our hearts. We're in a new covenant that's not like the first one that, that Israel had. Because we talked about the commandments within the law law, L-A-W. It was a package of 613 rules that couldn't be broken up, right? So, what we have here now is my laws. They're not the same thing. We have the law of faith. We have the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the law of liberty. These things are what's new in Christ. And as opposed to the old way, with those old commands, these commandments, these new laws are not burdensome. Yes, exactly. That's so key to point out, not burdensome, whereas the old laws were burdensome. And you were, you know, you were talking about how in the in this new covenant, God says He will remember their sins no more. I was talking last week about if you take a look at the old covenant and write down things that have to do with the old covenant, and then take a look at the new covenant, things that have to do with that, you'll see a great big contrast. They're the opposite. In the old covenant, in the sacrifices, even in the sacrifices that God uh, told them to do to cover their sins, it says that in those sacrifices there is a reminder 
of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats could take away sins. In the new covenant, God says, I will remember your sins no more. And that's the reason for that is because it wasn't based on the blood of bulls and goats through which there was a reminder of sins. And that's Hebrews 10, by the way, Hebrews 10, 3 that I was reading from, a reminder of sins. But God took away their sins through the blood of Jesus. And as to the covenants being not burdensome, in in Acts 15, very interesting, a, a dispute comes up. Uh, the Pharisees, uh, who I think these were uh, believers, who uh, Pharisees who had become believers, they rose up and said, it is necessary to circumcise them, referring to the Gentiles, and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Well, there was a dispute about this, uh, people talked about it, and then Peter rose up and said and said this. Now, this is very interesting, you know, talking about the, the law being written on the heart, and you were talking about, like you said, the law of faith, the law of love, the law of liberty, not the law of Moses. Peter says, so God who knows the heart, is uh, Acts 15, 8, acknowledged them, that's the Gentiles, by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us, the Jews, and made no distinction between them and us, purifying their hearts by faith. Not purifying their hearts by writing the law of Moses on it, but purifying their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, Peter goes on to say, why do you test God by putting a yoke on the neck of, this, of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? That's the law of Moses. Why do you think you need to put this burden on them? Our fathers weren't even able to bear it. Uh, and so why should uh, we think that the Gentile believers need to have this burdensome thing put on them? The law was burdensome. In Christ, we find that that burden is released. We're released from that. It's not a burdensome law that we follow, but it's rather the next verse in, in uh, Acts fifteen eleven. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. See, it's all about Jesus and what he did. It's all about resting in him. It's all about what Christ has done. It's all about God's grace and uh, the simple faith that we put in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Absolutely, Joel. And and this is, <laughs> we're trying to tie all this together. So hopefully you're stepping back to see the bigger picture here because uh, Paul told the Galatians that if there were a law that could be given that would bring life or righteousness, then one would have been given. But there was no such thing. You couldn't attain life or righteousness through the works of the law. It was never meant to be. The law was given to increase sin and to show mankind that they could never get to a place based on their own merit where they would be considered acceptable to God through their works, through their efforts, through even the works of the law. So the law demanded this perfection. It could not provide it. And it was a curse because of the people not being able to uh, abide by that, that law within that covenant perfectly. That's why the law had to come to an end. We'll talk a little more about that, too, when we get into some of the teachings of Jesus. But the law had to end. It, it had to end. And a new covenant would begin. And, and the beauty of this new covenant is that we find that God isn't making the covenant with us. So, you see, you and I can't break, fail, or, or forfeit with this thing. It's just it's not going to happen. We can't mess it up. And so with that in mind, God made the covenant with himself. This was between father and son. He could swear by no one greater. 
And so he made the covenant with himself so that it couldn't fail. And because we'd now been placed into Christ, who is the covenant, we were invited into the covenant through him. And that's the beauty of the position that we're at now in Jesus Christ. And so we, we've got a very interesting thing going on here with the two covenants. And Jesus came and took away sin. I would, certainly God isn't going to keep forgiving sin. He doesn't remember anymore, right? Isn't that a beautiful thing? So I'm looking forward to the upcoming weeks as we now prepare to start getting ready to talk uh, more about the teachings of Jesus. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. And, uh, you know, the uh, just hit, highlighting something you were saying there, the old covenant failed. The reason for that was because it was based on us. It was based on the works of people. Uh, like we've tried to point out, it was really actually given only to the Jews, and God found fault with them. A covenant that God makes with people is going to fail because God will keep his part, but people don't. He will only find fault with them. In the New Covenant, we are secure. This New Covenant is secure and it's forever because it's based not on us. It's not based on human actions or behavior, but it's based on God's faithfulness to himself. It's based on God's promise that he made to himself, like you were saying, Kat, because he could swear by no one greater. He swore by himself. That's what the New Covenant is based on. More talk in the coming weeks about Jesus and the two covenants right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.